Hello and welcome to another InventRight TV show. My name is Andrew Kraus. I'm one of the co-founders here. We've been coaching and mentoring inventors to license their products for royalties for the last 21 years, and we've had students in over 65 countries. So let's just get right to it here. So you're looking for companies that are going to buy your invention idea. You're in the right place. I'm assuming that's why you clicked on the link to watch this video, and I'm going to show you how to find companies that are open to your invention ideas. However, the InventRight approach to this is not what you think, but you really need to hear this. You're gonna really appreciate this. It's gonna help you out tremendously because if you're Googling or searching for this sort of thing, you really don't yet have an understanding of how to find companies that will buy your idea and license them. And I am going to show you how right here on this video and get you into the right mindset. If you don't follow this advice, you're going to dramatically reduce your chances of success. And at the very least, you're going to be reaching out to way too few companies, which is one of the biggest mistakes that we see inventors make. With most of our students, you're not reaching out to two or three companies for the product you're working on, but you're reaching out to 20 or 30. And you're going to learn a lot more right here on this video about how to do this right. There's a reason why our company is called InventRight. First, I'm gonna share with you what inventors are looking for as I've been asked this many times. I can't tell you how many times I've heard inventors say this. Give me a list of companies open to ideas for my idea and I want an assurance that they're all good, honest companies. Here's what's wrong with that request. If you're going about it that way, you're gonna look for websites or manufacturers that have buttons on their website. Inventors, submit your idea here. And that's gonna be a big, big mistake. You're gonna limit your list of companies, and that is absolutely not something you wanna be doing. Here's the reality of companies that have submission pages on their website. It's, there's nothing wrong with having a submission page. Inventors on your website submit to our company here. There's nothing technically wrong with that, but Here's why it's not gonna serve you as well as you think it is. Just realize that many of these portals on manufacturers' websites are literal black holes. And the, the, the main reason why I put that up is not because they necessarily wanna see your great ideas, but because they want a place to just let those ideas just go into nowhere. So they might just reply no to everybody or some of them don't reply in a timely fashion or at all, but it's, these portals on these companies' websites is not what you think. We've had many companies tell myself and our other co-founder, Stephen Key, that they've literally never ever licensed anything from their portal, but they've licensed a ton of products that came into them via LinkedIn or email or phone. And quite often what they say is the quality of stuff we get on our portal is so poor compared to the professional inventors that are submitting to us using these other methods. That's not to say that you can't license a product submitting to a company, a company's portal or invention submission page on their site. That's not what I'm saying. Some companies pay attention to their portal and the submissions there and they take it seriously. So this is not a blanket statement for all of them, but a lot of them, our students, I can't personally think of one of our students that have licensed on a portal because we guide our students to go reach out on LinkedIn, reach out on the phone, reach out via email, and use all these different techniques and the approaches that we teach. 
But I'm just not seeing inventors licensing stuff on portals. That doesn't mean you might not get lucky and a few are really taking it seriously and looking at it. But if the only thing you're doing is submitting on portals, you're in big trouble. That's not going to work. You must reach out to companies using LinkedIn, using the phone, and using email. If you're not doing that and you're just submitting to companies' portals because you want to know you're under this belief that, well, they're really, really open if they have that portal. No, that's not true. They have a portal for whatever reason. It could be so it can send your product into a black hole because they don't want to deal with inventors or take up their time. could be that they're somewhat interested and they take it a little seriously, or they could be really seriously interested. But if you're just submitting through portals, you're really going to hurt yourself, and it's extremely unlikely. I'm going to use those words extremely unlikely that you're going to license your product. You need to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why do I need an assurance? Why do I need somebody to give me a list of companies, which is ridiculous? And why do I need an assurance that they're open to ideas? I'm throwing it out there. They're open to ideas. And I have some guarantee that they're a really good company and they would never rip me off. Why are you asking yourself those questions? So I think that the reason why people feel like a portal on a company's website, it verifies they're open to ideas and that makes them more friendly. And it doesn't. I've seen portals where they have horrendous submission agreements that you should never send to that particular company. There is an endless list of companies that would be more than happy to receive your new product submission. They need new product ideas. Companies depend on new product ideas. They won't survive without them. And corporate America doesn't stimulate creativity in a lot of the cases. So when they get your new idea and they only have to pay you to license it if they like it, you're their free research and development department. So there's an endless list of companies that would love to get your idea via LinkedIn, via phone, via email, that have no mention on their site whatsoever about any ability for an inventor to submit a product. So if you're only looking for companies that have some indication on their website that they're open to ideas from inventors, it's rookie hour, guys. You can't do that. You just can't. I understand why you're doing it when you're new to it, but you won't have success there. And then you'll falsely believe, oh, this licensing thing doesn't work. It's because you're not doing it the right way. So how do our coaches teach our students to find companies that are open to their ideas? The best test to figure out if a company is worth reaching out to is the fact that they're in a major retailer where you want your product to be. You see, you don't license to retailers, you license to the manufacturers that sell to retailers. And when you see a particular company is somewhat in the same product category as your product, and they're in that major retailer, you know a couple things. First, they're selling kind of in your micro category area of your product. They're not to be selling the exact same thing. That's another mistake people make. Um, And they're currently in a retailer. That says we're somebody. We have this connection with the retailer. We have the ability to get our product into retailer stores. It's a verification of so many things on a beautiful level and a much better way to go about it than thinking I have to find company websites that have a portal or they're just right in front of my face or I've seen it mentioned 20 times that this company, that company's open to ideas. And then you just submit to those companies. That's amateur hour, guys. You can't do that. You want a license to the companies that are in the major retailers where you want to be. And another shortcoming there that people fall into is then they just go with the retailers they know. So let's say I'm working on a sporting good product 
and near me, okay, it's Dick Dick Sporting Goods and Big Five. And if I only looked at those two retailers, either online or in person, for companies to license to, wow, you know, I, I did a Google search once, and you can't always do this for all industries, and I typed in list of major U.S. sporting good retailers. And there's a list of like 40 retailers. So what I've found is our international students who aren't in the U.S., they don't make assumptions who the retailers are because they're like, well, I don't know. I don't live in the U.S., but when you're making an assumption, you live in the U.S. and you're on the East Coast or in a particular city, the retailers could be completely different in a different part of the country. You're really screwing yourself when you make a limited list of retailers. So you need a big list of retailers. Then they're the companies that sell at the retailers. And then they are companies that are selling all oh, more or less exactly the same as my product. No, they could be generally in that space. And you know they have distribution in major stores. So they're worth reaching out to. You don't need verification that they have something on their website that says we're open to ideas. Most companies these days are open to ideas. I'm not saying you're not going to find some companies that aren't, but you don't need that verification on their website that they are. And yeah, you're going to reach out to some of them and some, some are going to say, no, we're not open to ideas. So what? And here's the big dysfunction with inventors that are new. Their attitude is like, I don't want to ever get rejected. Well, screw that. You're going to get a ton of no's. You know, and so trying to set it up so that nobody says no to you and then you get all these friendly answers all the time, that's just going to mess you up. And that's the amateur hour. Don't do that. OK, guys, so you guys who are searching for how to find companies that I can sell my idea to. I'm making it very, very simple here and explaining kind of like the shortcomings on people's thinking. So when I say all these things, it's not to be critical, guys. It's to show you the shortcoming if it's not your thinking, another inventor's thinking, or where you were going, or maybe you're thinking like that, and to think like a pro. And that's what our coaches have our students do. So again, thinking that there's going to be this magical deal maker that's going to hand you a list and say, call Bob here, call Sally there. It's never going to work. You will never license your product that way. Straight up. Now, with that said, at InventRight, we have a list of a couple thousand companies that when we called, they said they were open to ideas. And we have a program for our students called Bridging the Gap. And we bring on CEOs or marketing managers um, twice a month. They say, here's a little bit of our company. Here's our product line. Here's what we're looking for. And then they give our students their email address. So we have that. So that's great. And you're like, well, that contradicts what you said, Andrew. Not really, because I'm going to tell you right now how we do things with our students and that is why they're successful. So yes, we give our students some extras. We got a list of companies that are open to ideas. We have our Bridging the Gap program where we bring on live CEOs and marketing managers of companies. But you know what our coaches do with our students? They look at their product and they guide them to make their perfect list it's not, you don't know what's perfect yet, to make the appropriate list that's for your particular product. Because if you teach a man or a woman how to fish, they can fish forever. And so we teach our students how to make that list from scratch. And, you know, we get into the weeds with it. We get into the details. But when you know how to do that with our students, like if they're like, oh, I'll, I'll just go look at that list. The company's looking for idea lists that you give all the students, Andrew, or they say to their coach. And we're like, no, don't even look at that. Don't look at bridging the gap. We're going to make your list from scratch. After you do that and you've really studied the marketplace and you've made your list like a pro, then you can use these extras, these these cool, they're cool things in the membership site as well. But we always teach them to make it from scratch first and then just look at what else they might have missed. But that is the way to do it. You just don't sit around 
waiting for somebody to give you a list or, oh, call Bob at this company or sell. You don't need that. You can reach out to these companies and you can figure out who the right people are to contact. On the getting ripped off part, well, Andrew, if they have a portal, it says they're open to ideas and their submission agreement seems okay. So that to me feels like that's gonna reduce my chances of getting ripped off because I'm really worried about that. Guys, inventors get way too worried about getting ripped off. We've had students in over 65 countries over 21 years, and I don't know a single one of our students, InventRight students, yes, we're guiding them to be professional, that has let us know, look, I got ripped off by this company that I showed to. I've had some students concerned about it. I gave them some things to say, how to put some doubt in their mind. That, you know, anyway, and I've never had a student come back and go, hey, I looked at their website. Oh, they did take it. Never. I've never seen it. I'm not aware of one. So don't think that all these companies are out there to rip you off. So why hasn't any of our students got ripped off? Because they conduct themselves professionally. For the, so for that three or four percent of companies that might consider ripping you off, when you conduct yourself professionally, that is just as much protection as a provisional patent application. We guide our students to use the software we give them to file a provisional patent application for $75. And yes, that is protection. You can legally say patent pending on your sell sheet. Um, but you're reaching out to companies directly and you're doing it in a professional manner. So they respect that. Like you're not wasting their time with these long emails. They're saying we only get 1% of the market. We'll both be rich or all the stuff that green inventors do. You're being very professional. So are there some companies out there that aren't ethical? Yes, but that three or four percent of companies, that's a random number, by the way. That's about what I think it is based on 21 years of doing this. But that would consider it even. doesn't mean they're doing it. It means they would consider it. There's somebody kind of unethical in the company or, or something like that. Um, they don't want to mess with you when they see you know what you're doing. And so that wacky inventor from a year ago, they might mess with that guy, but they're not messing with you. That's why I think it hasn't happened to our students. So with regards to oh, I just need a list and I need verification that they won't steal my idea. That's ridiculous. Like you shouldn't be in business at all if you want 100% assurance that nothing bad will ever happen. But we do believe in mitigating risk. So file a provisional patent for 75 bucks and act professionally. Now, if you're not trained, you don't know how to act professionally. But those two things is I think the reason why I'm not aware of a single InventRight student that hasn't that has been ripped off by a company they presented to in 21 years with students in 65 countries. And we got a lot of students, guys. So I think part of this, oh, I'm looking for a list of companies is I, like you figure that it's all vetted and all perfect and everything. And it's just not. So to summarize, don't look for that magical list of companies. That's just going to make it easy for you. It doesn't exist. Yes, we have incredible extras and supplements that we do. But because we really believe in our students and we want them to be successful, we guide them to make their list that's perfect for their particular product. And then we say, we do, do not literally go, don't even look at that list. Don't even look at our list until you've made your list. And most of the time, guess what? They don't find a lot of extra stuff. They've made a really complete list by doing it this way. So you don't need somebody to give you a list. Now our Bridging the Gap company uh, program is really cool. That's the kind of different because like the CEO or the marketing manager is coming on and they're talking about what they want and then we give our students their email address. So that's pretty cool because um, you're getting like inside information. They're sharing with you 
like what they're specifically looking for in that moment in time. That usually something only you can get if you built a relationship with a company and they'll share that with you. So that is pretty unique. But we don't want our students, we do two a month. So what is that 24 a year? We don't want our students to sit around waiting for another company to come on. It's like, no, you got this product. The coach is going to guide you to look at all the other products in that space. And I explained the basics of how to do it. You need a large list of retailers where you think your product would, could show up. And then you're licensing to the companies selling there. And there's more details to this, obviously, on how you reach out on LinkedIn, how you reach out on the phone. But if you're looking for companies that are open to buying your ideas, this is the approach. I just gave it to you. OK, you don't need to look for especially these invention promotion companies like the say inventors submit your idea to us like they'll go. Oh, we have the list. We have the context. Yeah. OK. Um, uh, I've never personally met an inventor in the 21 years I've been doing event ran the 14 years I ran my inventors group that has had an invention promotion company license a product for them ever. Our students are licensing stuff all the time. That's because they're putting the work in. So you got to put the work in. If this video helped you and you, it helped you by me saying, look, you can do this. You can make your list. You don't need that magical person or some magical list. And it's just all going to be put in front of you. You need to do the searching and it can it can be time consuming. It can take man, two to six hours to make your list of companies. God, compared to running a business, that's nothing. Right. So reach out to the companies you want to license to. You can do it. Reach out to them directly. You don't need some middleman or somebody giving you a magical list. You guys can do it. Take care. Keep inventing and we'll catch up with you next time. See you guys. Bye.